This time on the Plutopia podcast, we investigate Texans' love affair with high school football. An urban legend claims the best time to commit burglary in an average Texas town is on a Friday night during a high school football game. I'm a sport. John, like are you a sport, uh, Susie? I like to watch the sports ball occasionally. The sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to talk about uh, the uh, most recent sport <coughs> that was uh, the big thing. That was football. The, the season is pretty much done with. They had the Super Bowl, and uh, everybody lost money on that, I'm yeah. sure. Mass shooting right after. Anyway, yeah, and that that picture was me at the tender age of whatever it is when you're in ninth uh, ninth grade. I was a stalwart lineman. I was a lineman for the count. No, that was a uh, <laughs> that was the Wichita lineman. Oh, I I was a tackle, and sometimes I was being tackled. Sometimes I was tackling other people. For the Goliad Junior High School Mavericks. Yeehaw. Wow. That's awesome. I so don't know. What is it? Okay. So I know, let's just, let's just lay this out. Because I know something, of, I know football stuff, but not all of it. Like, I know that the tight ends are down here. You got the linemen. What's the guy, what's the guy's name who passes you the ball? The hut, hut. The, the center. The center. That's yeah, it. Okay. The center. Yeah. Okay, and then so where is a tackle? Is a tackle like on the? It, are, do you guys protect the quarterback? Uh, well, you're supposed to. <laughs> sometimes you do. <laughs> sometimes you don't. Okay. I, yeah, the center is right there, in the center. Yeah, next that's where. That, yeah. Next to that person is the guard. There's a guard on either side of the center. Okay. On either side of the guards are the tackles. That was ah. where I showed up. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then Got you had the ends, like the tight and the loose. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish that uh... it's, it's a ver- ver- sexual uh, innuendo going on there. It's a loose end, <laughs> a tight end. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wish we could play that old Andy Griffith thing. What it was was football. Oh, that. that I was thought about judging that up, but I guess there's copyright issues. But that was pretty good. Yeah, our our team <clears throat> was the worst team in the league. We were three A, I think. We made it to four A my junior year. We just lost and lost and lost. Our band was really good though. Our band was like like number one in state. They were amazing. I'm showing some football pictures that I have from uh, years past. Uh, this was these were Bowie Bowie High School games here, but you know the the thing is if you didn't grow up in Texas, uh, you you're going to have a different understanding of football, and you're going to have a different uh, idea about what a Friday night should be like. That's uh, right. Indeed, and especially small town Texas. Uh, Scoop and I both grew up in a relatively small town. It was almost big enough to be called a small city, I guess, at one point, but it was pretty small. And we had, you know, one high school and uh, every Friday night, there'd be a football game. And when I 
you know, as soon as I was old enough to go anywhere in the car, they would drag me along to the football games where it was usually cold, incidentally. Uh, in, in the fall and winter, it got pretty cold. And we never watched the football game. All the action was under the rafters, man. We would go down there and run around all night. And they would do their best to find us at the end of the night. So I can't really recall ever really paying much attention to the game. And I'm still like that. You yeah, know, I, the Super Bowl was on and I watched the commercials and I watched Taylor Swift when she was on screen. But otherwise, I wouldn't pay as much attention. You just looked away. Yeah, well, I, I was started, just I, started I was playing, playing games on my phone. I started playing football in third grade. And this was not just like, you know, a flag football or tag. It was full oh, yeah. contact, bloody nose and birth <laughs> and full concussion football. And boys and, don't cry. Yeah. Well, they're, they're not supposed to, but I saw quite a few. I, I shed a few tears sometimes when you get hit in the head by some guy that weighs 300 pounds and he's only oh. in the fifth grade. Oh God. <laughs> I, There's I played, your center right I there. For, <laughs> I played for the Park Hill Panty Waste. We were supposed to be the, the, <laughs> the Park Hill uh, Panthers, but they, the, the reputation that we had was uh, we lost a lot because we, you know, we were the little kid who we weren't from the tough neighborhood, you know, right, we right. from the upscale neighborhood. And the Park Hill yeah. Panty Waste is what our coach called us to. That's awful. <laughs> it was awful. And, you know, we were out there butting heads. I had friends who, by sixth grade, already had things like, you know, bum knees. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what you're supposed oh. to see in the pros, but they were already having, you know, joints that were dislocated. I have a friend uh, whose um, son-in-law played college football, went all the way through here in Texas and played for, I can't remember which university, but he is about to receive i think full disability and he's younger than i am mm -hmm. because he's a and he's about to have a major back surgery that's like it's like the one that i refuse to have that's where they deflate your lungs because mm -hmm. they have to go in you know from the front and i'm not comfortable with that but it's like i get enough relief from my, the drugs i'm on i guess and how i'm able to rest and stuff and he, he just can't get enough relief. So they're going to have to do this surgery because his body was beat to absolute shit from the age he was, you were third grade mm -hmm. all the way through college. And I mean, you can get a, a, a lot of kids can go to go to school that way. And a lot of kids do. Um, that's like the only way they can do it and then they end up with cte in 10 years well that's it chronic traumatic encephalopathy is a bad deal and it's causing actually the uh, number of participants in high school football in texas is declining and Good. it's declining because of concern about cte yeah a lot Excellent. of the, uh, the coaches when you had a uh a head injury they just like well, yeah, shake it off boy it's okay because yeah I, I, i'm surprised just i have the, the small amount of brains i have left but i got well, 
uh, when you see in, uh, in, into situations where you know I get hit right in the chin or in the face, and uh, I don't recall <laughs> the uh, following you know fifteen or twenty minutes before they wow. got me awake. It's like, gee, that was fun. And by the ninth grade, yeah, I was starting to have that's picture I showed was me in the ninth grade. Yeah. And uh by my sophomore year, I was in a high school. You know, high school in Big Spring was uh, you know, the uh tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grades, you know. So sophomore year we were playing and it it was tough football there. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. And you for were sure. you were supposed to be working out, you know, before school started and then you know you'd yep. have uh two a days. Yeah, you you you're, you're PE class was actually football practice as well. And then afterwards, you know, you'd practice until six or seven at night. Yep. And it was just you know, ridiculous. Well, that's pretty much the same for any, any sport that you play, at least here in Texas. I mean, we had two a days in the summer we had, you know, we were, could, we had rules we had to follow, et cetera. And it was just the same rules that the guys had to follow. So, I mean, they didn't make anything new for us or anything, but yeah, that was, I think that's just the thing you have to do is you have to, it, it consumes you. Hmm. And so grades are not as important, right? Until, I mean, and people will pass you. They will pass you. Hmm. Teachers will pass a quarterback oh, like, hell yeah. who can't read. It, like it's nothing. But, you know, it's and, funny because I, I stopped you know, playing football my sophomore year because you know, when that was over with, my between my sophomore year and my junior year, I discovered that I really liked, if you pardon me, females. I liked mm -hmm. the fact that they were out there having fun, and I was getting my brains beaten out, and I was too beaten up to go out on a date. And suddenly I, mean, I realized – well, you know, all the football heroes, you know, they're they're not having a social life. I'm going to go have a social life because I don't enjoy getting all the pain that was being inflicted upon me. And, and then it's like and, your football and it was way more fun. Yeah, oh yeah. Of and course. I wasn't a great football player. I was a I was a football player because I was a big guy. By the time I was in the fifth grade, I was almost six foot tall. By sixth grade, I was six foot tall. And wow. so they're like, you're a football player. It's like, well, I don't know. It's like, no, no, you're a big kid. You know, you're, you're either a football player or you're a communist. And I'm going, well, you know, communism has, has a strong point. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't help I, me. So, I uh, thought we rooted out all the commies in the 50s. <laughs> yeah, they certainly tried there. They, I have a list here of people. <laughs> they were communists. Remember that? When he, when he held up, it was a laundry list. All right, so... Uh, We've got soccer coming on to onto the playing field now. What do you guys think about that? Is that a good thing? Is that uh, I don't think is you that going to be as many a... injuries in soccer? Do you? No, yeah. you get fake. I'm injuries. not sure why. You get the ones where you grab your knee and go, oh, 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 and then nobody's paying attention. So you I do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing a full contact kind of thing in soccer, and so I imagine it's it's a more humane. Uh, version of football because it in, 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 in what we call football uh you know the uh, people overseas you know, in, in the uk you know they they call soccer football 
Now, would, most what of about, the rest of the civilized world calls it football? We call it soccer because we right, already have our footy balls. Football, which and it doesn't even make sense. But I think there's also some uh, uh, studies going on about soccer and CTE because people hit the ball with their head so often. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, it's nothing like football or like American football, but apparently they're doing the studies. So, I mean, I guess ramming your head onto any surface, rubber or, you know, an, a hard plastic, I guess you shouldn't do that repeatedly. Going to a heavy metal concert will get you a brain damage. I've, I've been oh. go to a headbanger show and you can come oh, away with man. a 50% loss of mental uh, acuity. Weren't they just, what they were actually banging their heads on Oh, something? yeah. Oh, yeah. Bang your head. That's a, I remember uh, this song, but I thought it was just doing that's like what it was, this. You know, it wasn't just the, doing If you're up by an old-fashioned stage, you'd be banging your head. I remember. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I didn't know that's what that meant. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, I obviously, that's what it means, but I thought that you know, the dance part of bang your head was just shaking your head like the way Beavis and Butthead do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, punk rockers uh, got into the uh, whole mosh pit there. Oh, my God. And uh, there was a lot of brain damage created there. So uh, it's not exclusive to just sports, you know. <laughs> Although I think, uh, you, know, you know, being okay, an so, audience can be almost like a full contact sport. Uh, um. Okay. John, check my numbers on this if you can. Because I don't know that I can. Um, from what I understand, football, college football, there's one university that makes um, it makes money, makes a million dollars every year. It's Alabama. The only other uh, uni- state university who makes money is UT, and it's something like. 40 million a year i might be wrong on that but i remembered it was a very very high number and it was just astounding to me i mean people know the longhorn from ut the cutout or whatever you call it they know that they know where that that that's a football thing it's an american thing and it's in austin texas so i just I'll give okay. you this financial figure. Texas high school okay. football fans spend an estimated $443 million on tickets each season. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. We, and, you know, we, you know, we can't get any, uh, you know, school book, you know, good textbooks and, uh, we, we can't pay teachers much, but boy, we can spend a lot of money on football. Wow. Well, you know, they only put the money where they're making money, which is why is so hard for women's sports, even in, you know, when we were younger, that we didn't make any money. Nobody came to our games. <laughs> so we got all the hand-me-downs. But you know, if you go to any town around Texas, you know, no matter how the size you will see that one of the major things that stands out on the on the horizon is the local football field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a uh, I, I'm looking at a uh, factoid here. It says 
the most expensive football stadium in Texas high schools is in in the Dallas suburb of Prosper. It's an 8,000 seat venue. It's one of the most costly in state history. And they probably don't have enough teachers. You know, that that's the objection I have to the way Texas has create uh, created a football, you know. Well, culture, uh, is I, the, the money goes to the football stadium, the coaches, the football team. They can always get a you know good new uniforms and equipment, but the teachers. I I grew up in a family of all the women in my family and then extended family were teachers. And yeah. they all complained about the coaches were all <laughs> living on the, you know, the high end of things and the teachers were you know, left with the leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the coaches get to yell at the kids and the teachers don't get to yell at the kids. It's not like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, no. I'm, I'm just wondering about that. I, I know that I've seen uh, a lot of sponsorship material at high school football games when i've gone mm -hmm. absolutely and and i wonder how much is the school district actually paying versus these these sponsors or did the sponsorships amount to very much money i don't know i will for local high school stuff i mean they make money if there's if they have eight thousand seats i would say that people want to go see them that's making some money yeah right? that's, that stadium cost 94 million dollars yeah i'd say they're making some money it's like west how many school buildings you can build with 94 million dollars yeah i mean it it looks like uh the uh stadium in you know at, at ut i mean <laughs> i'm looking at a picture of the prosper isd stadium and it's like wow okay they've got they've got the huge screen up there to it's that's insane amazing. that's insane but people love it uh well it's also um one of the things that you learn from being a football player is to be part of a team but another thing that you learn is competition so you're sort of learning cooperation and competition both at the same time well, Which is kind again, of interesting. Again, though, I would say any sport fits that bill. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Just, I agree with you. Uh, I went, so when I was in school, for my senior year, I went to Permian High School in Odessa, Texas, which was, uh, you know, the, that book, Friday Night Lights, was written about Permian High School. Uh, that's a real Later. good look at yeah. real. I mean, I thought it was pretty good look at Texas football. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of, I, I have was. a crazy story about it actually, which is that, uh, uh, I guess I had already graduated from, from Permian, but I had a friend who, uh, was dating a girl that I had introduced him to. He was coming over from big spring and going on dates with this girl. And she got him to take her to the, Permian versus Big Spring football game Ooh. on a Friday night. And uh, he came by to see me after the game and was telling me about how he, uh, he, he had really wanted to cheer Big Spring on, but he was afraid he was going to get, you know, pummeled by 
because he was on the Permian side the of the stadium, side. right? So all he would yell was Mojo, Mojo. <laughs> Instead of saying Big Spring, Big Spring, he would say Mojo, Mojo. <laughs> the the Permian cheerleaders picked this up and started doing Mojo, Mojo. Oh. And to this day, 50 something years later, if you go to Permian High School, you'll see in big letters on there, Mojo. That oh, became their funny. slogan. And he was cheering for the other team. That's so funny. That's a great story. It is That's kind of hilarious. Story. That's a good story. That's a great story. But, you know, the whole thing with uh, my experience and, you know, the football culture going from third grade all the way to in my sophomore year, it was very much uh, a military exercise. Most of these guys were all ex-military, and they kind of ran their coaching like drill sergeants. I mean, the, you know, the, the way they dealt with people was very much like what you see in the movies of, you know, the evil drill sergeant screaming and yelling at the kids. Yeah. And the interesting thing about our high school is we were one of the first high schools to be fully integrated before, uh, I was, you know, when I was, you know, up until, uh, my freshman year. Uh, they had a African-American and uh, also Hispanic high school. Yeah, that was called Blackshear, wasn't it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Blackshear. Yeah. High and school. It, it was across the tracks, uh, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, you know. The, On the north side. Uh, yeah. And it uh, all you know, when they decided to integrate the, the high school, yeah, there was a, a lot of you know uproar from the uh, <laughs> racially challenged parents, but it went through, and suddenly we had you know uh, African American uh, students uh, in our high school, and suddenly we had a much better football team, much better all sorts of teams, football, basketball, because these kids were really good. And all of a sudden, the racism kind of died down because, damn, we got a better football team. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of weird to me. You know, I, Big Spring High, when I was there, was fully integrated. And uh, we didn't think anything of it. Yeah. And when I moved to Odessa and did my senior year at Permian High School, just because of where that high school was located, they had... Well, they had one person of color going to school there. There was a, a, a girl who was like Cuban, you know. Uh, otherwise, it was totally white high school. There was another high school. Odessa High School was, was integrated, but it was just a matter of location. It just happened that in the Permian area where all the students came from, there weren't any blacks. Now, some years later, there were a lot of blacks going to Permian. I don't know exactly at which point that changed, but by the time Friday Night Lights was written, I mean, it was actually written about a football team that was integrated, mm -hmm. you know, and they had, they had black players on that team. And you also see that in the television series and, and the movie that are based on the book. Yeah. What was interesting is in junior high, we both went to Goliad junior high and, uh, mm -hmm. we had, uh, Hispanic, um, students there, but no African-Americans. And, uh, 
it, it, it was odd because the, the, a lot of the racism was also, you know, directed at the Hispanic people, but for some reason they were allowed in, at, but, uh, you know, I, I guess that was, you know, they w- wouldn't allow it, uh, the African-Americans in, you know, that was just one bit too much, I guess, but uh, it, it was very odd. But uh, when they started winning in high school, you know, it, it, the racism suddenly kind of took a back seat to uh, football and basketball, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Our school, I went to Stephanie and I, my friend uh, Stephanie, who sometimes comes on the show, and I went went to the same school as well, and not not very much has changed. So I mean, you know, I mean, of course that was. 30 years ago so i don't know what it's like now obviously but um football was very very important we had the homecoming we had pep rallies they were mandatory you know this kind of thing and what if i don't give a shit well you have to go or you'll be counted absent i mean why am i why do i have to go to this what was the what was the impetus in making me go to those and also just as an aside, there were our coaches were also like history teachers or whatever, and they were totally sleeping with some of the high school girls. Oh, great! Were they? Yes, like, they. Sh- yes, I, I didn't think that was allowed. It's they, not, not supposed. It's not. <laughs> it's a jail sentence around. There the was parts. well, there was a guy we had. Oh wait, now Susie, if they were just sleeping, it might have been okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah taking a, a nap, like nap a time nap. at. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, taking garden. naps together. Yeah, yeah, they were just, we're just taking naps. Oh. There was I'm a little shocked to hear guy, that. There's a man who worked who was on. Uh, he was an English teacher. Uh, and none of us can ever forget him. He always wore white pants, and he wore this this uh, parka, and it was it was white, and it was always zipped all the way up. And he would just sweat. And he was a, a you know not a big guy or anything, but he impregnated one of the girls, um, and they didn't fire him. I'm he, shocked. He he quit and left with the girl. And they got married. Well, you went to rock and roll high school. No, oh, I went to Georgetown High School, and we had like eight thousand people living in that town. Yeah, it was weird. And the coaches, though, that is just, a little weird. The coaches would show up at our parties, all kinds of shit like that. I mean, there was some seriously nefarious stuff happening. You weren't supposed to tell the coaches about the parties. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I wonder I, who did. That's kind of weird. But you know, maybe they'll buy to, beer. I have to give credit to the, uh, the coaches at at my high at our high school, John and I. My senior year, there was always you know, when you know it was the very last few days of the school year, you know, everyone had pretty much graduated anyway, and we would go out to Boss Creek Lake for a big beer party, big beer bust, you know. But, Everyone was just having a good old time, and the coaches all showed up all of a sudden and said, "We're not here to get you in trouble with the school, but the police are on the way." Oh, so they chased oh, they warned you. And as we were leaving, cops were 
<laughs> arriving for the beer bust. Oh man! So that was one thing. When I was kind of glad to see those guys. Usually, I don't. You should have gone out to the hole instead. I don't think the <laughs> cops ever went out there or knew they about it. Or they probably did. <laughs> I ran from a few parties in my high school days. Maybe two. Well, I, I discovered that being the son of a beer distributor was actually a kind of a plus. Yes. You know, and I found out how to get my hands on on beer. So I would show up with beer. And suddenly I was. Uh, Mr. Popular. I was having a lot more friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would and be. And we drank a lot of beer. We went to uh, the warehouse. Uh, that my dad had uh where he had a walk-in cooler and always had beer on tap right so they would tap a keg and have it going and they tapped a keg one afternoon and the next morning when they came in it was empty <laughs> we man we went in there and managed to drink the whole keg i didn't even That's think about it a I, lot. it never occurred to me that they would like notice that but actually right? they did because it was empty yeah, yeah. oh my god but we had a pretty good party there yeah, i mean well, you know we, beer parties when you're in high school are are legendary legendary right they're pretty cool we we used to always have a, a bonfire we'd make the big bonfire because we were out in flat georgetown you know we'd drive way out 29 and end up having a bonfire at somebody's place and or their their dad's place you know their land and uh and someone would always bring a keg i can't say it's not the coaches but there were also some really really nasty dudes who had graduated like three four years earlier you know like yeah. like a like a matt mcconaughey's character in dazed and confused older i get yeah, oh, yeah. There was always those guys around who just, you know, oh. yeah, they, they couldn't, they really missed high school or at least the sleazy parts of high school. And yeah. And I would say Ben Affleck's character would also be that person. That person oh my that God. Did, ugh, hated yeah, that guy was pretty creepy. You know, yes. we, had, uh, we had bonfires, you know, uh, before the, whatever our big football, usually it was the game against, uh, San Angelo who were the big football power, uh, you know, when uh, I was, we didn't have school sanctioned ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it wasn't so much sanctioned. It was, they just uh, allowed it to happen. And it, it was a great way for everyone to get rid of their garbage lumber. I mean, and plus we went out and stole every pallet that was sitting outside of a business un unoccupied. And now, see, I can't take that, that, that caused a little trouble with the business community, but it was yeah, you need a good those. cause. I forgot sure. about those bonfires. Yeah. Bonfires were the, the thing. I Okay. So pep rallies, pep rallies. Yeah. Yes. Pep rallies. We were maybe we ought to have a Plutopia pep rally. There you go. Uh, we can all dress up. I'll, I'll put on a nice little skirt and uh, get me some pom pom. <laughs> <clears throat> That'll draw the listeners <laughs> or, or repel them. Maybe, maybe not the viewers though. <laughs> I don't know. That's a scary thought, Scoop. Yes, it is scary, but uh, scary is my middle name. No, no hockey. Yeah, pep rallies were were pretty cool. I mean, um, we could probably use more of them. Uh, Donald Trump has pep rallies all the time. All the time. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump's upset about uh, a certain football player and his and his woman friend. Uh, 
Taylor Smith is. He's uh, upset that uh, they don't like here, him. Here I'm saying, John, I, I'm saying Taylor Smith. I know, yeah, I know you said Taylor Smith. Taylor Smith was You're, my cousin and Scoot's cousin, friend. And I, I grew up with Taylor. <laughs> we actually uh, ran track together. There's a really uh, cool picture of, of uh, Taylor and I in uh Almost naked. Oh, <laughs> you know he doesn't go. It is our track shoes and our shorts in in, in, he, in our no. uh, high school. He year. doesn't go by Taylor anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, word Not is Smith. that he's he. You now call him Ben. Ben. Okay. I don't know where wow. that came from. Ben but anyway, Smith, I guess Taylor Swift is a part of a conspiracy to help Joe Biden win re-election in November, according to a a new whole of middle defectives i guess <laughs> yeah well, i'm sure that's accurate i'm sure she wants him to win yeah but the way they uh say it you know it's like uh, travis tell kelsey is going to be part of the conspiracy and you know she, she's endorsed you know every u.s president over yeah you know, he, he she's not endorsed donald trump anyway and, and I, she's i don't and think there's a chance of her doing it there's a there's a a long long uh conspiracy theory line that goes along with that it's yeah. just it's it is absolutely unbelievable what people will believe i mean <laughs> i don't know how else to say that it's well the just... conspiracy says that uh, she, her, her and travis are going to be actively promoting Biden along with uh, Bud Light beer and uh, Good. Uh, vaccinations against flu and COVID-19. And uh, there that's you good. Go. I'm, I it's think that's fantastic. It's a total conspiracy hatched by the DNC. And, you know, the head of the DNC, uh, Nikki Haley. <laughs> yeah, the new conspiracy is going to, uh, I'm convinced, is going to be dark Taylor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not a bad idea. So. I, I like think it. I actually Taylor. saw I, somebody had manipulated an image of her to have glowing eyes. Oh, like how dark funny. Brandon. That's funny. Well, I mean, I think she she's probably ha had a huge impact on the 2020 election, mm. getting young people to vote. Uh, I hope she can do it again, and I hope that it's. I, I could. I, I hope that this guy doesn't get back in. I know some Republicans who even voted for him twice, who are not going to vote for him this time. They're going to vote for a third party candidate. So in my eyes, it's not ideal, but it's taking a vote away from Trump, not Biden. I would much rather they gave the vote to Biden, <laughs> but you know, we are so bad. We cannot stay on a subject for a whole episode without getting into politics. Yeah. And everything well. revolves around it. <laughs> I know it's kind everything of hard to get revolves. away from it. Well, you know, um, uh, it's kind of an interesting thing. You would think that, uh, Republicans would be pretty rah-rah about football and really positive about it. And the way they Oof. turned on poor Travis Kelsey is just kind of sad, you know. It's, of course, he got in trouble, looked, by the way. You did see what happened during the game. He attacked his coach. Yeah, yeah that he was no-no. 
<laughs> yeah. You yeah, got in trouble for not... that, but uh, you know, you're supposed to be you're supposed to be a really good team player and you're supposed to mm -hmm. be able to be graceful, you know, and if things aren't going your way and things certainly weren't going their way at that point, it looked like they were going to lose. It sure um, did. And he just lost it. He apologized. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he, uh, apparently he and his brother, Jason have a podcast and they discussed it quite a bit on their podcast. And, uh, he said that totally, it's totally out of line. Totally shouldn't have done it. Terrible thing for him to have done, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm sure people will <laughs> forgive him. Now, see, you can share your screen. Why can't I share mine? I don't know. I think it likes me better than it likes you. Uh, you have taken control so of the sharing mechanism. <laughs> Do you wonder what I'm trying to share? Bl an NBC blurb for Friday Night Lights. I was going to talk oh. about Friday Night Lights earlier, which was actually a pretty good television series. And I always yeah. thought that Kyle Chandler really had the coach thing down. That's what coaches were like. 100%. Quite a bit like that except guy. For, except for he uh, didn't sleep with the with the girls. I think most coaches don't do that. Yeah. Well, I'm convinced. I know. disagree 100%. When I was really? in school, I was like, oh, God. Yeah, but yes. you only went to one high school. Apparently, your high school girls. was a little lax. Oh, I know a lot of girls who went to small town Texas schools. And they slept on, with their man. coaches? Yes. Okay. Or they were Go hit on. on by their coaches, constantly hit on. My level of disillusionment think? right now is so profound, I can't even describe Dude. it. People are, I mean, the thing about the age of a kid, a young woman, 16, 17 years old, that's exactly what every man talks about wanting. I mean, all the songs are about 17-year-old girls. Of course that's happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, well, you I, it's astounding that you don't I, think that's happening. <laughs> I don't think about 17-year-old seven, girls myself. I mean, it's like. Well. But I it mean, is weird. It I mean, time. yeah, the whole sex thing is pretty, pretty strange. Yeah, well, high school football, it. you know, the whole thing in Texas with high school football, if you want to be a criminal, a burglar, you go and break in to a house in small town, Texas on a Friday night, when there's a Friday night football game, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to not get, not be caught because everything is right. supposed to be at the big game. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's so weird to me because I've moved to other small towns and I've had no desire to go watch any of their football, like Asheville, North Carolina, you know why? No, when I was in yeah, high school, I, I never, boy, I never really had the the bug. You know, I never was that much into it myself. But uh, now, Marsha, Marsha is cards. totally nuts about football. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. she has fond memories of her. You know, watching football games with her dad. And sure. uh, I have a son-in-law who's a maniac about football too. Yeah, my wife is a total football fan. You know, she was when I met her, she had uh, season tickets to the Oakland Raiders games. I mean, just oh my gosh, die hard. She has all, yeah, and then and when, that's a scary, scary group of people. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the people yeah. who used to like the Raiders back then are terrifying. Yeah, well, well this is this is back when you could afford. <laughs> this is back when you could afford to buy tickets to a football game. Yeah, and uh, they're kind of expensive now. And she, uh, when the Oakland Invaders became the local team because the Raiders left, they went to the, you know, the became the Oakland Traders and went to L.A. Then yeah, we, they did. We had the. Uh, uh, whatever that league was usfl uh, team was the oakland invaders so she got season tickets that so i wow I, I play along because i'm nice i believe in equal opportunity for everyone and uh <laughs> when the football good. game's on we'll 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 pop a cork of some wine and uh, enjoy the game sometimes a really good game i mean like i i was a by how good that game was i really oh, was yes. i haven't watched <laughs> football in years and that was the game to watch for sure Yeah, because usually sure. these mean, big games lately have been kind of a, a blowout it's like you know, one team will just murder the other one and it's like you're know, 40 to nothing it's like no yeah uh, you're like i don't want to see that this was, anymore uh, that was actual competition yes yes and they both really wanted to win and it was just tit for tat, you know, you score, they score, you score. It was fantastic. But, uh, yeah, it, it, the whole thing with, uh, the educational system in Texas is, is really odd, you know, cause you know, you know, my daughter, you know, she, uh, was born in, uh, in Texas when I was in college, but we moved to the Bay area and uh, the the schools there i mean they you know they weren't you know perfect but they were they were pretty well funded and uh i look back at you know what's going on with the schools now you know, teachers you know may or may not be well paid and, and well it's like it's like they, like westlake the they the, they the can, football program they, is getting all the money well, no, I, I, I would disagree with that. Um, I think that it generates money and therefore it, it uses that money. But a town like Westlake can tax themselves at a very high rate specifically for schools. And that's what places like Westlake who have great schools, not only great football teams, but really good schools, is that's what they do. And when I lived in Georgetown, we had, we, it was a wealthy community. I mean, I wasn't wealthy, but it was, you know, they had a, the, the, the wolves are out there. They own everything. Um, but if you can find, which is a thing, I think like these charter schools, but if you can find an area where people get together and form their own little town, like what, what is this place down South? The sun, sun, something, they have their own zip code and you write, you don't put Austin on it at all. Sun it's like Valley? Brody. There you yeah. go. That They, they could sun. tax themselves if they wanted to, to make their schools better. But Sunset, Sunset are, Valley. It's Sunset Valley. Sunset I said Valley. Sun Valley. Yeah. And then sadly, there are, you know, communities who can't do that because they don't make any, enough money to tax themselves at a higher rate. So they get real screwed. 
and they get the teachers who don't want who don't work at Westlake who get paid so you know you take a real big pay yeah. cut to move from Westlake to whatever Reagan I guess yeah I come from a family where uh most of the women in my family that I grew up with were school teachers my mom was a teacher she was actually substitute teacher for me when I was in fifth grade, which was a, a very long school day for me. And I, I was, I was put in my mom's class and I had to go to the, to the counselor and say, I'm not doing, you've got to be kidding me. I'm 16 and I do not care for her right now. <laughs> but you know, I talked <laughs> to all the uh, school teacher women in my family, they all had the same problem of, they, if they wanted to do the lesson plan that they had in mind, they basically had to pull out their own money and do the supplies yep. because, you know, they never seem to have sale. a shortage of footballs and uniforms and stuff. But when it came to giving a teacher the equipment to teach, they always were a little short there. Oh, well, we don't have that in the budget, but you know, we can go buy a new blocking sled for the football team, but don't right. <laughs> you, know, you can forget about those, uh, um, those chalkboards and erasers it's and just paper. so <laughs> ingrained in us. And I wonder now that we're Texas has attracted all of these people from, you know, different parts of the country and even the world, if that will survive and not like i i think it's a great thing or a bad thing i just wonder if that's something that that texas will um keep you know like austin is not really weird anymore you know we, we we've been kind of um diluted the weirdness i guess i'd say um with people coming in like i said so i wonder what else we'll lose uh, as far as our, um, what do you call it? Not our history, but our culture. Well, we're going to lose uh, the ability to teach real history. Moms for Liberty yeah. are going to come in and give us their version of liberty. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not very pretty. You mean their porn star <laughs> woman, the woman who got busted for having a lesbian affair? She was one of the heads of that Mothers for Liberty. Oh. Did you hear about that? Oh, no, and no. The, and the, I missed that. The husband, <laughs> the husband says, "Oh yeah, check. Look that up real quick." So one of the mothers of liberty said, uh, um, "You know, she's against the queer. Get all the LGBT stuff out of there." And uh, then, then it's, we find out that she's not only been having a three-way, but it's a three-way relationship that has been going on for more than a year. And the husband said he was the third <laughs> yeah the, so he's yeah. a beard yeah they, they go by the old uh, rule of uh, do like i say not like i do <laughs> just i mean you know it's just like you can't like funny willis you cannot be a but you have to be above re reproach if you're gonna if you're gonna do something like take a swing at the king right mm. i mean you can't have something like this crap in your back pocket i just don't i mean it just it was so irritating when that happened i'm sorry i got off on that again but oh well yeah i mean we it's hard to it's hard to avoid talking about texas politics especially when we're talking about texas because 
we've had a very interesting thing happen here. You know, I mean, Texas was uh, run by Democrats for a long time, and then it started moving to the right. And there was, it, you know, it, it happened gradually over a fairly long period of time. Um, I think it shifted a bit more like when Rick Perry was the governor. And yeah. uh, um, I don't know, like in 2001, the Texas House was still led by the Democrats, you know. Well, you know, but the, uh, it wasn't too long after that that the Republicans completely took over. Our, our hometown, Big Spring, has, been spot, has created a couple of big billionaire uh, uh, Republican uh, funders. Tim Dunn from, uh, grew up in Big Spring and is you know, headquartered in Midland. And then with Brent Ryan, who uh, was... <laughs> the uh, son of a woman I went to school with. He's, you know, a, a, a big funder of the Republican party as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Right. What about George Soros? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that's, that's what's really happening is, you know, the, the rank and file of Texas, you know, you know, they, they contribute some money, but the majority of the funding, especially for the Republican party is coming from a handful of very rich oil people. It's and true. Been, it seems but, like yeah, the debt. Go ahead. It, well, it's kind of a new thing for to have people who are essentially like comfortable with neo-Nazis to be running the state. And, um, I think, think there's actually a lot the party is is more complicated than i mean you have like abbott trying to be a mini trump and that sort of thing but i'm not sure that the entire texas republican party is on board with this move to the far right and we can hope you know fingers crossed that it's a uh why do you not going to be a permanent thing who what is mm -hmm. it about what 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 is making you think that because i don't well, see that at all i see us going way further right than we are right now oh really yeah i don't think so oh oh man it's just getting started you well, know it, there's a there's a kind of hysteria that is like it's not just in texas it's throughout the country you have this like this thing that kind of emanates from Trump and his bunch, but it was kind of there before. These people who are the very, very far right, and they've been uh, considered for most of my life to be the, the kind of the lunatic fringe, and now suddenly mm -hmm. they have some power. And the problem they I see with it is that, is that they're, they're starting to be more completely up front about their intentions. And oh, I, I really don't anything. think people are going to be on board with that. Well, the, the, the whole push. I, I, think, to, I think basically you give them enough rope, they're going to hang themselves eventually yeah, here. But the push to really be pro Putin, uh, Vladimir Putin, you know, be pro Russian um, among this bunch. That's I, I see starting to 
lose them a lot of uh, support within the party because it used to be the, the Republicans especially were very anti-communist, anti-Russian, you know, you know. Do you forever. remember the and the now all of propaganda the their hero. Yeah, like the prop we used to see propaganda films all the time like Rocky versus the Russian, you know, yeah. it was always the Russians who invaded us on Wolverines. What was the yeah. name of that movie? Red Dawn. Well, um, Tucker it was Carlson always the Russians. He's over the, there. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the, the interview, the supposed interview with Putin, which basically he just sat there and let him talk. <laughs> just and laugh like a freak. And, uh, and then, they made fun sort of, of him on is TV. starting to make a lot of, uh, you know, more middle of the road Republicans, you know, wonder what's going on in their party. I think if you have someone like uh, Lindsey Graham and pretty much and Nikki Haley and every, all every Rick Romnesmarmy and all of the all of these people who are saying. I wish it wasn't him, but I will support the Republican who is nominated. Hmm. I mean, they all raised their hands except for Chris Christie at the debate. Haley's going to go for that. She's right now. She's in a battle with Stefanik for VP is what I think. No, but she doesn't have a chance in hell of becoming the VP. No. Not if Trump is going to be the candidate. Yeah, he, he's I upset with her already. So, you know, it, it, it'll be some tool that uh, he uh, chooses as his uh, VP. Somebody who's. God, I hope it's not St Stefanik. She's apparently. Oh, George Santos is available. He's unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, that Stefanik woman scares me. I mean, her her name was written on a piece of paper they found in the toilet at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, you remember that's how they found out that he was shoving shit down the paper down the toilet. They had all of these plumbing problems in the White House. This is like he old just, shit. He just thought it was a and he, cabinet. He didn't know the difference. And he, he would he rip shit up, and people would come back, and and they had to tape up all of these notes that he had ripped into tiny pieces because you can't do that as the president. That. That goes right. into the archives, and uh, they there were our pictures of him, literally of pieces of paper that hadn't flushed all the way down that the plumbers who were doing the White House thing found, and it's just, I mean, he was destroying presidential whatever memos. Well, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't think that Trump to... ever played football. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't bone think he spurs. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, bone spurs. yeah there, was, there was a lot of that going on. <laughs> but, you know, we yeah. just have to uh, remember that uh, our, our our schools are important and, you know, I, you know, athletics are important too. I mean, it, it's good to have kids out there, you know, getting exercise. But one would hope that our politicians would find a little middle ground for education where, yeah, sure, you can fund the uh, football program, but l let's give the teachers a, a, an equal share. And keep your religion. It's letting me share this screen. There you go. Eureka! We've been healed. Hallelujah. Put your hand on the microphone and 
<laughs> in the microwave. I'm a well, happy was, camper. Well, we're all happy campers. It was happy camping with you folks. Uh, for right on. Fiesta of fun and uh, frivolity. Yeah. Yes, so thank you very much. As always, let's I start our own it. little football team. See you next time. Next Later, Tater. Adios. Bye. You can stay in touch with Plutopia at Plutopia.io. On Facebook, look for at Plutopia News. On Twitter, it's at Plutopia. This is the Plutopia News Network, 20 minutes into the future.